Welcome to the Chapter 49 podcast, a production of NTEU Chapter 49. And of course, we uh, represent most IRS employees in the state of Indiana. My name is Larry Lannon. I am a volunteer and also uh, am a retiree. I volunteer at Chapter 49 doing some communications work. And uh, this is uh, normally a weekly podcast. And as always, our guest of honor and every week, he's always here, Duncan Giles. So, Duncan, we have a very special episode today. Yes, we do. And now we've even got theme music. I'm just, I'm scared. I'm very frightened. Well, yes, it's it's not going to win any Grammy Awards, but at least (laughs) we have some theme music, which we thought might be nice. Yes. What we're doing today is looking back over a year's time. And and I'm going to start off with what happened on April 27th, 2020, exactly one year ago from the day that we are recording and posting this podcast. Uh, Duncan and I had done some communications things. We were talking uh, on a fairly regular basis. And and I had been producing podcasts for several years, a local podcast, a film podcast, uh, so I had been doing some podcast uh, lines, if you will, different kinds of podcasts, and I already had the infrastructure set up, but, and I just gave you a call and said, well, what do you think about just you know, doing a, a podcast, just about what's going on every week, just you and I, maybe we'll bring some guests in on occasion. I expected to get a bunch of questions from you, blowback, well, how could we do that? Remember what you said? I believe my response was, okay. Yeah, exactly. We didn't do any planning. We didn't have any committees. We didn't uh, We didn't script anything or even have an outline. And We just did it. And we had no idea whether we could stumble through five minutes, much less 30 minutes. And, you know, sometimes this sort of thing works and sometimes it doesn't. But I guess, Duncan, you and I have known each other for a long time and it Everything seemed to flow. And I'll, I'll tell you something else that I've, it's a comment that I have had from a few people is that, you know, it's fine that chapters do newsletters. And we've had newsletters, but it's very, it's just getting more complicated to get those out and distributed during the pandemic. And, you know, they're fun to read. You get to them when you can. But a lot of people have said, you know, I can be washing the dishes, mowing the lawn, or, uh, some of them work while they listen. And uh, it's just an easier way to get information. It just flows directly to you. So that's why we've concentrated on doing the podcast as opposed to other means of communications. And so far, uh, the feedback has has been pretty good. Yeah, as you said, it's something that they can do, uh, folks can do while they're doing other things. And the other thing I like about it is we can drill down a little bit more to give folks uh, more of a context than there might be in a paper or electronic newsletter, uh, almost like getting behind the story a little bit, why this is happening, what's happening. Um, and of course, some more of my, you know, really well-prepared editorial comments. Well, it's mostly the jokes. Most of them are off. The, we, we, don't, <laughs> we don't write any jokes. They just come up during the pod, podcast. I think the only time I ever read a joke that was written was when John Kelshaw, the chapter president out in New Jersey, I was kind of ribbing him a little bit about the jokes he puts in his newsletter, and he talked about how difficult it was to find jokes that were that were acceptable to put in their newsletter. Yeah, plenty of jokes, but I have to pass the test. You know what I mean? 
But and I'm amazed when we had uh, President Kelshaw on that he was able to restrain his blue material for that long. So you know, it's it's win-win. Well, he seemed to understand the context, and that's another thing, Duncan. I I, I think that we have had an opportunity to talk to people who may not uh, be connected to Indiana very easily. For instance, it's one thing, uh, if you have a newsletter you, and you want Susan Wright to come in, you you have to kind of ask her to write something, which you have to sit down and it's a little work and so forth. But we asked Susan Wright to come on the podcast. She just talks about what's going on. It just flows very naturally. And I think that applied to a lot of our guests. Talk about some of your, because uh, we brought President Tony Ridd, national president, has been has honored us with two guest appearances so far. You'll hear a couple of uh, sound bites from him a little later. But I think it's interesting that people are able to talk openly and freely and in an easy way about what they're doing, what's going on. Talk about some of your favorite guests we've had on the podcast over the past year. It would be tough for me to narrow it down because each and every one of them I've had a long relationship with, known them very well, and you know, knew that they would add some value and also it wouldn't be so dry when they came on the podcast. You know, when people see a somebody like a Tony Reardon or a Jim Bailey or a Ken Moffat, uh, our director of negotiations and our uh, VP, national VP, that they may say, okay, well, who are these guys? Who are they really? And to let them, their, um, their knowledge and their humor uh, come through because they're all great people. Everybody that we've had on has, has been uh, a person that I have in high regard for. Um, and I just, I just thought that they would add a lot to the podcast. So I think so far we've been fairly successful. And we'll have a little soundbite later about the one person who uh, was invited and didn't come, but we'll leave that for later. Um, <laughs> I, I think that if you look back on all the issues we've dealt with, you know, Duncan, I, I do think that uh, we have been a very special link to people uh, during the pandemic. Uh, I, the reason I say that is that the pandemic has put a whole different uh, contour to everything we do. And I think because people are not in general terms working in the same building anymore and you know, we have a lot of field people that don't spend a lot of time at the office but they always spent some and they're basically spending none over the last year more than a year actually for the most part and i think that you lose that connection with other people and you wonder what's happening and what's going on. I think room actually it's easier for rumors to spread when you're not in person. I mean, some people may disagree with that, but I'm almost sure that when you're dealing with Zoom and phone calls and emails and other forms of communication that are not person to person, it's easy for crazy rumors to get started. One of our goals has always been to stomp down the rumors that are just not true. Oh, and that's sometimes, depending upon what the rumor is, that can be uh, several days work just to try and get things, you know, this this site is closing down or they're going to discontinue taking calls at the call site or, you know, just crazy rumors. And these happen. And I think it does happen, um, you know, in a vacuum a lot of times when there isn't a lot of information. If somebody says something and they may have the best of intentions and somebody may not hear it correctly. And it goes, um, you know, off the rails and all of a sudden 
you know, everything is closing down and we're going for the Jade Monkey at midnight. And we do our best and you do a wonderful job on our Facebook page, uh, as well as these podcasts and our internal communications to try and lay out the facts of what's going on and let people know that's what we want to do is, you know, whether it's folks in Indiana or across the IRS, we want to try and uh, let people know what's going on, what's happening, what we're hearing, and the spin that we have on it, so to speak. Well, and that's interesting you mentioned that because we we wanted and and we wanted to tailor this podcast as much as we could, not just to people uh, who are working for this agency, but also just people who work for the agency in Indiana in particular. But yet, I I go back and sometimes I I look at our. Uh, our data and people are listening to this podcast all across the country. So it never ceases to amaze me that there are, are people who somehow enjoy listening to us. But I think it's because we try to offer them something. They, there may be some Indiana material in there, but it's like what we talk about in general seems to be of interest to everyone. Yeah, it's almost like a newscast where you're always going to, on a local newscast, you're always going to have that local news. We always want to have what's going to be important and needed information for the folks in the state of Indiana, because chapter 49 and myself as the president, yourself as a volunteer and the uh, communications director, we want to make sure that Indiana folks get that information. But if we've got information that's going to be valuable to folks in Indiana and all across the country as well, we want to get that out as well. Now, I just want everyone to know that uh, this, what just happened a moment ago was a very important moment Duncan Giles has just now given me a title. I am now the communications director. You know, these things happen on podcasts. <laughs> oh, seriously, you just gave me a title. I, I'm, I'm, I'm terribly honored here. That's the first time I've been called. And, it, and, <laughs> and the best thing is, Larry, it doubles your pay. I was going to say, uh, t- t- you, you double zero, it's still the same figures. <laughs> I am a true volunteer, folks. I haven't been paid at all for this. Um, no, it's uh, – and I think that another part of this, and this is kind of goes to – we, you and I try to have a little fun. I mean, we, we have a lot of serious subjects, and we try to be serious when we need to be. But if you can't have a little fun and just be relaxed and, and just let people know that we're just regular folks having a conversation, I think that's the best way to communicate. And th- what I hear from people – Um, from all over the country who do listen to this podcast is that because of our rapport, because we've known each other a long time, because of your uh, prior broadcast experience that you bring to these podcasts, that it just flows really well. And we can make even dry subjects a little bit more interesting, have a little bit fun where we can with some of the issues, because we deal with some serious, serious matters and you know, if we can if we can lighten it up a little bit while still making sure that people get the needed information or just poke fun at the absurdities that come out of the Internal Revenue Service, by golly, we're going to. Well, it's a good thing we never had a subject matter like the alternative minimum tax. So, you know, they're a little hard to have any fun with that. Thank goodness we're not going into tax law on this one. I I actually, you know, it's interesting. Somebody came into the call site at Indianapolis uh, to talk about something. It was a management official and, and involved in, in that operation. And I was in a meeting and I said I had to leave because I was teaching a class in alternative minimum tax. 
And I remember the woman looking at me and saying, can we clone you? Like, we don't have anybody. We have so few people that could teach that subject. I thought, well, that's, I guess I feel special for a moment there. You know, another thing that, that came up, and this, you know, you think about the, the issues that come up, and this even came up in a special edition. I think we've only done one of those, uh, was when it was clear that the Internal Revenue Service, by order of the White House at that time under the Trump administration, was ordering a Social Security tax holiday as some kind of economic stimulus, although it really wasn't because uh, maybe Social Security wouldn't be uh, uh, withheld now, but it was going to have to be paid back at a later time. So we talked about that again and again, and, and Duncan, it took an act of Congress to finally settle that, and it's take, it, the people have been given a year to pay it back, and so far I don't think it's caused an issue because of the length of time that's being used to, to pay, pay it back. You're paying it back over a longer period of time than it was even, uh, the, stop, the withholding had stopped. So, uh, you know, it's funny how, you know, issues take twists and turns, and finally Congress says, okay, we're just going to pass a law, it's over, move on. Yeah, this was one of those things that I understand where the idea came from, uh, but the execution should have been executed. Um, it was just very poorly done, not really thought out. And, you know, we're still paying the consequence to this day. You know, even if you go on to the IRS frequently asked questions sections about this, it still doesn't have an update that explains clearly how it's being paid back or how they came to that decision, which just boggles my mind. But then I take a breath and remember it's the IRS and I understand why they haven't. It, it just is one of those things where you just shake your head and we just try and get information out and explain as best we can. Before we uh, move on I uh, to the next section, I, I want to say something about a man who I've known for years. You've known him for years a former steward for Chapter 49 and always a supporter of NTEU here in Indiana. Fred Meekham is retiring. He currently works for the Taxpayer Advocate Service. He's had several jobs at IRS and toll-free and elsewhere. And I uh, just want to wish Fred the best. I love Fred. He's a great guy, but he tells the worst jokes in the world. Yeah, Fred's jokes, uh, if you've never experienced them, folks, you are so lucky. Um, they're <laughs> They're extremely eclectic. Let's put it that way. Because like Fred operates on a different plane. I like that word eclectic, yeah. <laughs> but he's a he is a wonderful guy. Uh, you know, great dad. He's got two young children. And, you know, just I just wish him the best in his future endeavors. So, Duncan, we're going to end this up with some uh, sound clips here in a moment. But before we move into that and uh, wrap up the uh, podcast, um, what do you think we're going to, we've finished one year. Where do you think we go from here? Do we do it the same way or do we maybe uh, change things up a little bit? What do you think? Um, I think that there's a possibility of changing things up. You and I have discussed possibly going with a uh, video version of this because I can tell you that there are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people clamoring to see my face. Well, you know, it could uh, blow up YouTube if we ever do this. You know that. Yeah, but it would not be in a good way, I don't <laughs> think. 
So yeah, actually, you know, Duncan and I are, are not big fans of being on video, but I, I do this film podcast with some, a couple of friends and, and they insisted on going uh, video on Zoom, and it's worked out okay. I'd prefer not to do it, but it, it wasn't the worst thing in the world. But we just need to get to Duncan some uh, some extra equipment, and I think we'll be able to do that this year at some point. Yeah, but I think that we're going to continue to have you know great guests on. We're going to um, continue to push on for that. We've um, you know loved I've loved every guest that we've had. They've brought something to this. We've got more guests that we want to have lined up. We're going to have some returning guests. Um, you know, there are several people that I'm going to uh, request <coughs> make come on again. Um, but, you know, that's the thing. that People who've been on our podcast uniformly say that they've enjoyed it. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get out information, but make it uh, something that people can enjoy doing and listening to. You know, I, I I have had some experience doing talk shows on radio years ago, and I always thought that the the key to that, and you have to talk about serious subjects sometimes, and I, and the, the local podcasts I do uh, sometimes do deal with very serious subjects, but I think the most important thing is is just making the program or the or the episode or the podcast, whatever it might be, just just making it a conversation. You know, it's not a, I don't want to be too stilted. I want to talk about serious subjects, get into some, some important things, but enjoy doing it and make it more like a conversation over a, a cocktail or a, or a cup of coffee than uh, some kind of scripted or stilted uh, discussion. So uh, I think so far, that's why people, once they're on the pod, I mean, the idea of being on a podcast doesn't always appeal. And we had to kind of pull some people in. But once they're on, I'm, it's it's a compliment to both of us, I think, that people, once they're on, they're, they're willing to come back. Yeah, I'm very much into stilted conversations myself and very, you know, get he heavily scripted, things of that nature. <laughs> um, but I, I do think that, you know, that's what we try and do. We try and prevent to show a relaxed atmosphere and in our delivery and with our guests. And so we just, I want to just continue to do that because the more information that we can get out, the more depth that we can provide, I think the better. Okay. So I think the next uh, section here, we're going to just look at some, um, some of the, uh, some sound bites, some little audio clips from some of our previous uh, episodes. So uh, Duncan, uh, it's been a great year. We plan on moving on into the second year. So thanks to you for all your support and keeping this podcast going. I give you all the credit in the world, Larry, for uh, setting this up, keeping me on the straight and narrow, which, as we both know, is a huge freaking job, um, and and just making sure it runs like a well-oiled machine, and you do a wonderful job. Well, if, if, I've, if I've been accused of keeping you on the straight and narrow, I've clearly failed, so... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thanks, Duncan. Looking back to April 27, 2020, most IRS offices were shuttered. Most work going on was happening in employees' homes through telework. Service center employees were in the process of being called back at that time. So my first question to Duncan Giles on our first podcast was this. What rumor are you hearing around Indiana that is simply not true? Well, information has been flowing, some of it uh, very important, some of it on the rumor mill. So I think this might be a good opportunity 
to maybe punch down a few of the rumors you've been hearing. You, I'm sure they come your way on a regular basis. Let me just start off with this. What rumors are you hearing that are simply not true? Uh, the rumor that everybody's going back to work at the call site tomorrow. Um, <laughs> That's still around, I assume. <laughs> that That is still around. Uh, we have gotten no word, and National NTU has gotten no word as to when uh, that will be happening for the remote call sites, which will include Indianapolis. We recorded our second podcast on May 5th of 2020. So my question to Duncan Giles at that time was, what was the state of the pandemic workplace in Indiana at that time? Once again, we're talking with Duncan Giles, president of NTEU Chapter 49, and... um, Mr. Giles, we certainly do live in interesting times, do we not? It, it certainly is. Uh, you know, it, I usually say, if you don't like Indiana weather, wait 15 minutes, it'll change. If you don't like the way that the service is doing something right now, wait about a half an hour and that guidance will change as well. Well, you've been right there to watch it, so you would know as well as anyone. So that brings me to the first issue we can talk about. What I would like to present to you to start this, and we'll fill in some blanks later, uh, just a general question to you. How would you evaluate the state of the workplace as of today, at the moment we're talking, for those people that are represented by NTU Chapter 49? Uh, the state of the workplace is all over the place. And I say that because... Some people, uh, the field folks, um, are doing very well with the ability to telework. Um, The call site folks right now, it's a little bit of a uh, rough start to uh, telework. And we don't know. There's been a lot of conflicting information on when people might go back. Uh, At this point, I don't anticipate that happening very soon with regular teleworkers, but again, that could change in a half an hour. (laughs) NTEU National President Tony Reardon made his second appearance on the Chapter 49 podcast in early November and was complimentary of our efforts. I've told you both before, I I listen to absolutely every uh, um, edition of this podcast, so I'm uh, very excited to be with you. On November 6th, when recording the podcast, we were still waiting for official word on the results of the presidential election. I asked President Reardon near the end of that podcast what he expects from a possible Biden administration for agencies and employees dealing with the COVID pandemic. Well, as you will hear, President Reardon made a mistake we all make at times. He forgot to turn off the ringer of his cell phone. Um, well, you know, look, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to speculate on that probably like uh, we all can. Right. I, my sense is that um, we are going to have an administration that is going to pay uh, very close. Uh, it, you know, assuming there is a new administration. Let me say that up front. Um, I believe we're going to have one that is going to pay very close attention um, to the scientists, I believe, um, as a result, it is the, the new administration is going to um, look to take care of federal employees 
um, in, in terms of their health. And so, you know, they're not going to be rushing to force people back into, they're, they're not going to be rushing to force people back into um, uh, the workplace. And, you know, I think they're going to listen to what, uh, uh, what NTEU and other employee organizations have to say. So, you know, I, I think it will be a, I think it is going to uh, be a positive. And, you know, but that I guess remains to be seen. I can tell you that we're gonna be working very hard at NTEU to make sure that we establish relationships with new, uh, um, any new agency heads that come in. And we always do. We did that with this, with the current administration as well. But I do think that there is going to be some uh, um, recognition that um, I do think there's going to be some recognition that um, we've got to make sure we take care of employees and their health. Well, we're 30 minutes goes very quickly. And by the way, President Braden, we're going to let you answer that phone in a moment. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. I was that trying to uh, get it. I was trying to get it uh, shut off very quickly. I, you know, I, I rarely have uh, too many minutes go by where the phone doesn't ring and. Of course, I made the uh, error of uh, not turning it off. So my apologies. Well, if it was Vice that. President Biden, we would have let you go. But that's a <laughs> yeah, we, we did make that arrangement the last time you were on. Right, right. Well, I, I will say that it was a vice president. However, it was uh, NTEU National Executive Vice President Jim Bailey who was calling. <laughs> call can, call can be ignored for this podcast. Finally. Duncan had invited a top IRS management official to appear as a guest on the podcast, but that exec never received the green light from his management chain, so I decided to have some fun with it. And uh, we, just so you uh, people listening know, uh, we have not excluded uh, members of management or executives. They are welcome to be on this program. You extended an invitation uh, to a uh, top management official who originally agreed. I'm not sure this person uh, received all the permissions from the management chain. Having been in management, I know how that works. So we weren't able to schedule that person this week. So I know we have, just from uh, the, the feedback that we have received, Duncan, that we do have some members of management and even a few executives who do listen to the Chapter 49 podcast so I was going to do a top 10 list, but I really didn't have time. So we're going to do a top five list. Why a top executive of IRS should appear as a guest on the Chapter 49 podcast. So are you ready for this? Yes, we. Uh, yes, let's hear them. All right. Number, the number five reason a top management official from IRS should appear on the Chapter 49 podcast is so that person can just take a break from the regular job. Having been in management, I know how important that is. The number four reason is that executive would have the rare chance to talk publicly with Duncan Giles. <laughs> and that's supposed to be a good thing for them? Well, it might be an incentive, maybe not. Uh, number three, this could be a, a, a wonderful audition tape for a future appearance on IRS TV. <laughs> I've been on See? IRS TV, so I'll leave it at that. Uh, number number two, you can tell your friends and neighbors you in fact did appear on a genuine podcast. And number one reason that you should appear as a management official of IRS on the Chapter Forty Nine podcast is to allow you to rehearse your testimony before the Senate Finance Committee. <laughs> yeah, we've got to be easier than that. Great. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, anyway, we just wanted to have a little fun with it. By the way, that IRS official was told he could only appear if the IRS approved the script. Well, since anyone that has listened to this podcast surely knows we have no script, we're lucky to have a few notes on what to talk about. We do that so the podcast be, can be up-to-date and current. Well, that's it. Duncan Giles and I have now finished one year of podcasting, something we decided to do on a whim, not even knowing whether we would get through the initial episode unscathed. I want to emphasize that I volunteer for this project, and Duncan takes the time out of his busy schedule to record these podcasts because of the feedback we receive from you. Those that listen tell us that the podcast provides important information. For that reason, Duncan and I are preparing to enter our second year of podcasting. At the end of each episode, I always thank you all for listening, and I will do that again right here. If you appreciate the podcast and think it would be of interest to others you know, please spread the word. You can find the Chapter 49 podcast on most platforms where podcasts are available. Just search using the term Podcasts by Larry Lannan, L-A-N-N-A-N. I produce a number of podcasts, so just look for the Chapter 49 podcasts on that listing. If you listen on certain platforms, such as iTunes, you have the opportunity to comment and rate our podcast, so please feel free to comment and rate the podcast at any time. Most importantly, I sincerely ask each and every one of you to please be safe and be kind. <laughs>